Polish composer Grażyna Batsevich began her career as a violinist, but she started composing when she was just 13. She studied in Paris with the legendary Nadia Boulanger and won first prize in a competition for young composers. She returned to Warsaw and began getting attention for her compositions while serving as concertmaster for the Polish National Radio Symphony Orchestra. Germany invaded Poland in 1939, but even though the orchestra had to disband and she and her family moved to a refugee camp, she kept on composing. She completed over 40 works between 1932 and 1944, including a work that she called simply Overture, which had its premiere in 1945. It was just months after the war ended, and you might notice a familiar four-note theme that appears several times in the piece. During the war, the opening of Beethoven's Fifth became almost a rallying cry for the Allied forces, since that four-note pattern also represented the Morse code for the letter V, as in victory. Krzysztof Urbanski is music director of the Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra and principal guest conductor of the North German radio Elbe Philharmonie Orchestra. He made his San Francisco Symphony debut in 2016, and now you hear the applause as he takes the stage here at Davies Symphony Hall to open this concert by the San Francisco Symphony with the Overture by Grzegna Batsevich.
That was Overture, written in 1943 by Grzegna Batsevich. The San Francisco Symphony was led by guest conductor Krzysztof Urbanski. Krzysztof Urbanski is back on stage now for a solo bow. In addition to his posts in Indianapolis and Hamburg, he served as chief conductor and artistic leader of the Trondheim Symphony Orchestra in Norway. He's now their honorary guest conductor. He was also principal guest conductor of the Tokyo Symphony Orchestra. In a moment, Krzysztof Urbanski will return with violinist Wilde Frang for one of the last great romantic concertos that was also one of its composer's last great triumphs. You're listening to a broadcast concert by the San Francisco Symphony from Davies Symphony Hall. I'm Rick Malone. In 1905, the great violinist Fritz Kreisler told an English newspaper, if you want to know whom I consider to be the greatest living composer, I say without hesitation, Elgar. Russia, Scandinavia, my own fatherland, or any other nation can produce nothing like him. I wish Elgar would write something for the violin. He could do so, and it would certainly be something effective. End quote. Well, as it turned out, Elgar was as much a fan of Chrysler as Chrysler was of him. And by the time Chrysler officially commissioned a concerto from Elgar, he'd already started sketches. It took him four years to finish, but it was worth it. At the premiere in 1910, both Elgar and Chrysler were called back for no less than 15 bows. It was one of the last great triumphs of Elgar's career. Edward Elgar loved puzzles, mysteries, and, let's face it, enigmas. And although his Enigma Variations contains the most famous of his musical quotes and allusions, his violin concerto has them too, including a mysterious dedication on the title page that could be to any one of several women who were important to him, including his wife Alice. Elgar also uses a variation of Franz Liszt's favorite compositional trick, reusing themes and bringing them back in a cycle. But the most remarkable quotation 
inspiration comes in the slow movement, when Elgar quotes the famous chord that opens Wagner's Tristan and Isolde. It's the chord that's often given credit for opening the modern era in music, and it goes by so quickly that it could almost be an in-joke for the players, but there it is. English music critic Michael Kennedy wrote that no matter whose soul it enshrines, the concerto enshrines the soul of the violin. And Elgar himself wrote to a friend that, I have written out my soul in the concerto. And here is violinist Vilda Frang, who's making her debut with the San Francisco Symphony this evening. She joins guest conductor Krzysztof Urbanski to play the violin concerto by Sir Edward Elgar with the San Francisco Symphony.
That was the Violin Concerto by Sir Edward Elgar. The violinist was Vilde Frang, and Christoph Urbanski led the San Francisco Symphony. Vilde Frang was born in Norway and started playing violin at four in a Suzuki class. She made her debut at 10 with the Norwegian Radio Orchestra, and when she was 12 years old, conductor Maris Janssons invited her to play with the Oslo Philharmonic. She studied in Oslo and Hamburg, was a Borletti Butoni Trust Fellowship winner in 2007, a scholarship holder in the Ansofi Mutter Foundation from 2003 to 2009, and a Credit Suisse Young Artist Award winner in 2012. She made her San Francisco debut in 2014. Once again, Vilde Frang back out on stage now with guest conductor Christoph Urbanski. Vilde Frang is an exclusive Warner Classics recording artist, and her releases have received numerous awards, including the Edison Classic Award, the Classic Brit Award, Diapason d'Or, Deutsche Schallplattenpreis, and the Echo Classic Award. She also received a gramophone award in the concerto category for her recording of concertos by Korngold and Britton. She's also recorded concertos by Bartok, Mozart, Nielsen, Prokofiev, Sibelius, and Tchaikovsky, sonatas by Bartok, Grieg, and Strauss, and Eskew's octet, and a recital disc with pianist Jose Gallardo called Homage. One final musical illusion from Elgar's concerto. When he published it, he gave it opus number 61, which was also the opus number of Beethoven's great violin concerto. I'll be back in a moment with the second half of this concert by Krzysztof Urbanski and the San Francisco Symphony, a postcard from Felix Mendelssohn's Southern Vacation. This broadcast of the San Francisco Symphony is made possible with the generous support of Fred Levin of the Shenson Foundation, in memory of Nancy Livingston Levin and Ben and A. Jess Shenson. Additional support is generously provided by the Acacia Foundation, Welcome back to Davies Symphony Hall for the second half of this broadcast concert by the San Francisco Symphony with guest conductor Krzysztof Urbanski. I'm Rick Malone. In 1830 and 31, Felix Mendelssohn took a trip to Italy, a trip which was practically a requirement for any artist in the Romantic era. The whole country, he wrote, had such a festive air that I felt as if I were a young prince making his entry. He wrote to his sister Fanny that I have once more begun to compose with fresh vigor, and the Italian symphony makes rapid progress. It will be the happiest piece I have ever written, especially the last movement, end quote. Well, according to his own account, the new symphony was meant to embody not only his impressions of the art and landscapes he encountered, but also the vitality of the Italian people. Now, the deaths of several friends prevented him from finishing it right away, but in 1832, he received a commission from the London Philharmonic Society, and he completed the symphony in less than four months. It was a huge success at its premiere, but Mendelssohn was never quite satisfied with it, and he kept tinkering with it until his death. He would not allow it to be played in Germany while he was alive, and when he died, he left behind pages of suggested revisions, none of which were included when the piece was finally published. Once again, here is guest conductor Krzysztof Urbanski, music director of the Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra and principal guest conductor of the North German Radio Elbphilharmonie Orchestra. He'll lead the San Francisco Symphony in the Symphony No. 4 in A, The Italian Symphony, by Felix Mendelssohn.
That was the Symphony Number no. 4, The Italian Symphony by Felix Mendelssohn. Krzysztof Robanski conducted the San Francisco Symphony. The San Francisco Symphony has recorded this symphony. That was in 1992 under former music director Herbert Blumstedt. Once again, here is guest conductor Krzysztof Urbanski. He was born in Pabianica, Poland, and studied with Antony Witt at the Frederick Chopin University of Music in Warsaw. His senior year there, he won first prize at the Prague Spring International Conducting Competition. He then served two years as Maestro Witt's assistant conductor with the Warsaw Philharmonic. He is currently adjunct professor of music and orchestral conducting at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. And in 2015, he received the Leonard Bernstein Award from the Schleswig-Holstein Festival. He was the first ever conductor to receive that award. Felix Mendelssohn's Fourth Symphony entered popular culture in 1979 when the opening was used to underscore the climactic bicycle race in the film Breaking Away. It was unusual in Mendelssohn's time as well, though. It was one of the very few major works written in the 19th century to begin in a major key and end in a minor. You've been listening to a broadcast concert of the San Francisco Symphony from Davies Symphony Hall, featuring violinist Vilda Frang as the soloist in the violin concerto by Sir Edward Elgar. Guest conductor Krzysztof Urbanski also led the orchestra in an overture by Polish composer Grażyna Batsewicz and Felix Mendelssohn's Italian Symphony. These broadcast concerts are produced by the San Francisco Symphony and music director Michael Tilson Thomas, President Sakurako Fisher, and executive director Mark Hansen. Engineering and post production by Jack Vad and Jason O'Connell, and program notes were adapted from those written by James M. Keller and Michael Steinberg. National syndication of these concerts is provided by the WFMT Radio Network. And don't forget that you can visit the symphony online and find out more about the programs, the artists, and the orchestra at sfsymphony.org. This is Rick Malone. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join us for the next broadcast concert by the San Francisco Symphony. This broadcast of the San Francisco Symphony is made possible with the generous support of Fred Levin of the Shenson Foundation, in memory of Nancy Livingston Levin and Ben and A. Jess Shenson. Additional support is generously provided by the Acacia Foundation.